Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. Get down to the business of sport right here on the world-famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3, exclusive to the Ginger's Perspective. And we've neglected you a little bit, and um, I do apologize, but uh, my schedule has not played along of late. And Mo is incredibly busy saving the world of IT on his side, so it hasn't quite worked out. But we're back, and this week is all about essentially Chelsea with one hand and four fingers on the Premier League title. Mo, they need a point on Friday night and they will be deserved champions. You have been saying it since January. Yeah, we've been saying it all along. We knew it was going to happen. They had one, two scary moments where they lost against Man United and Spurs had a little bit of a hope, but it was it was dashed. I mean, Tottenham once again this season, they've managed to bottle it when it matters the most. Dropping points against West Ham. I mean, it's like they just they just didn't turn up for that game. I mean, you, that's the most important game of the season for them. But I mean, Chelsea are deserved. I mean, they went on that insane run, smashing everybody. And I mean, we saw it happening. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah, they've been outstanding, haven't they? And I think if you compare them to other teams, and I suppose to a certain extent Tottenham, you can say the same. They've also secured Champions League football next season. But when the opportunities to put teams away have arisen, they have taken it and they've buried teams. And they've got the three points against the Minnows. Yeah, that's the, that's the main reason. And they've beaten some of the bigger teams. But also, let's not forget, I mean, the rest of the comp- uh, play- teams in the competition had you know, Europa League uh, commitments, Champions League. So, I mean, maybe Chelsea were at an advantage. They had no distractions during the week. But not taking anything away from them, they they will they deserve a champion. Deserve a champion. Antonio Conte, he's been linked with a move to Inter Milan, surely after a year and guiding Chelsea to the hallowed grail, if I can put it that way, the one trophy that Roman Abramovich loves winning more than any other. The Barclays. Pr- <laughs> let's not forget. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. <laughs> I have a contract with uh, with Chelsea with Chelsea for. Uh, uh, for uh, also to to hears, uh, yeah. But uh, it, it's logical when uh, uh, when you start uh, um, the work in uh, in a new club, and uh, yeah, the, and the will is to to continue to work to try to improve your work uh, in many years, and uh, and for sure this is my uh, my my will my will. But now the most important things are to uh, to reach to reach our target uh, because uh, uh, to arrive at this moment uh, in this uh, in this position uh, to have this great opportunity uh, we worked uh, very hard. That was Antonio Conte speaking to Sky Sports. Now it's pure speculation. I mean, you you lead Chelsea to the title, you get them back to the Champions League. Let's not forget last season how horrible they were. And would you really leave that job and now go back to Italy and you know rebuild Inter Milan? Okay, look, maybe he's patriotic to the core, but I mean he's taken Chelsea quite far. I'm sure he'd want to see them through, see through, you know. That's just my opinion. Yeah, and also he's ex Juventus manager. Why would you go to Inter Milan when you've done so well with Juventus? Look, 
I don't see him going. I really don't see him going. I mean, this, they're talking about stupid weekly wages of £350,000. I mean, it's almost as much as Paul Pogba earns. Yeah, that's true. But before we get to that, I mean, if you look at the way he celebrates with the fans and the players in it, you'd think that he was John Terry. He's one of the lads. He's Chelsea through and through. He wouldn't go anywhere else, eh? Yeah. So that's why when I hear these reports, I think rubbish. He's not going to go. Yeah, they're all speculation, aren't they? But it's great. It's a great talking point. And you know what I've liked about Conte this season is, as you say, that passion that he's shown for the Blues has been outstanding. You know, I hate to say it, but when Paolo Di Canio guided Sunderland uh, to that win over Newcastle a little while ago, um, that like sliding double knee through the grass or the mud stains, I love that stuff, man. I love seeing managers get so into it. And um, yeah, I think Chelsea uh, deserve a champions and, I, and I, f- I fancy them to get a point at least at the Hawthorns. Um, Manchester United in action tonight uh, in that Europa League uh, match against Celta Vigo. Semi-finals, right? 1-0 up on aggregate? Yes, 1-0. Got away goal. Um, should finish them off. What's your thinking behind here? Because I just get the feeling that Mourinho's given up on that fourth place. He said, it's done now. My focus is purely on the Europa League. Yeah, I think he's, he's given up on the league. But it's all about percentages. If you're Jose Mourinho, he's thinking now, okay... We're in sixth place. Even if we go and win every of our remaining league games, there's no guarantee we're going to get in because we would have to depend on other teams and their results, right? Whereas, if you look at the Europa League, we're in the semi-final. If we get to the final, it's a 50% chance we could win it, which means it gives us automatic. Whereas in the league, you're looking at maybe a 25-30% chance of getting it because you have to depend on the likes of Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, all of them dropping points. So that's why maybe he's shifted his focus and which is why he put that B team up against Arsenal that was beaten on, on Sunday, if you can call them a B team. <laughs> I mean, they, they, on paper, they if you looked at that team, you'd say, okay, they might give Arsenal a go, but you could see those players were, half of them were probably not fit. Yeah. And uh, you could see what he was doing, prioritizing. I mean, he, he wants to go for this Europa because it's his best bet. He's hedging his bet here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had Pogba on the bench. You had Rashford on the bench. Um, that goal Rashford scored in the first leg of the semi-final could prove to be crucial. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see, but I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, a calculated gamble. He understands that if they were the Europa, they are in control of their own uh, destiny. Yeah. Whereas the league, they're not in control. It, it, they would have to depend on others. That's exactly it. Now, speaking of which, one of those would be Arsenal. Arsene Wenger's also had a lot to say this week. Uh, a good win for Arsenal over Southampton. I say that purely because they needed to do that to keep the pressure on uh, those two spots that are still up for grabs for the Champions League. Just three points behind City now and uh, further four behind Liverpool. So it was a must win. But in terms of Wenger, I mean, there's all sorts of speculation that they're going to bring in someone to to take over and he's going to move to the director of football position. Do you, you think there's any truth to this rumour? Director of football, I don't know what it means. Is it somebody who stands on the road and directs, play right and left? I don't understand. I never could understand what it means, director of football. Because you can talk about a, a restructuring of the club. No, 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 sorry, no. You know what? He, we've said it. He needs to move on. 
he's done his job, he's done his bit. Go move on, do something else, relax. He brought Arsenal up. He made them well, the team they are. Move on, let somebody else take over and do a, a continue the legacy. Uh, but look, Arsenal generally this time of the season they tend to you know they turn up for matches. Yeah. They go through the gears. If you look at their record last season as well, you know Spurs messed it up and Arsenal managed to put them to second place. So and they've still got the FA Cup, which is their you know their trophy. So if he gets fourth place in FA Cup, it would be a great season. I agree. I agree. Another another manager I think has done an outstanding job this season is uh, is Kuman at uh, Everton. I think um, seventh place uh, secure now. I mean, it's thirteen points between them and West Brom. Um, they are also in action tomorrow night, uh, taking on Watford. Um, he said a lot about Ross Barkley, and they're quite stressed out that he hasn't signed a new contract. Now Barkley's been linked with Manchester United um, and could potentially leave. Um, you know, reasonably cheap, I suppose. What do you What do you make of it all? Is it even worth um, even I don't worth think it's really reasonably cheap? think he'd go for a big fee you think so decent amount for every for, i mean for everton well compared to pogba it'd be cheap no, 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 not pogba money but i mean he'd <laughs> go for a big amount today's players what minimum is about in for premier league 25 30 million yeah he'd go for that and uh, everton have this habit of you know buying smart especially kuman when when john stones left he went and got uh ashley williams from swansea which is a good buy that's right and he'll, he, he can spot a decent player so even if he goes i mean let him go um Good luck to him. He's either going to do well or he'll fail and come back to Everton for half the price. So, it's really, really a win-win situation. Well, let's hear from Kuman now and uh, get his thoughts on Ross Barkley's refusal at this point or the ultimatum to Ross Barkley to sign a new contract. He was talking to Sky Sports News. It's uh, still one week, eh? Time for him to Two decide. Games. To decide because uh, the board is, work, is already working a long time uh, to sign uh, and that Ross will stay for for a longer period and uh, it's up to the player and but we don't wait till August we need we need next weekend we need before next week we need an answer if we go for a holiday then we need to know what uh, or he accept a contract or we will sell the player all right, Mo. So Everton in action. They host Watford on Friday. West Brom host uh, the the imminent champions, or I'm not, I'm not quite sure how to say that. Champions elect. There you have it. Thank you very much. Saturday, Manchester City in action against Leicester City. Bournemouth, Burnley, Middlesbrough, Southampton. Now, where it gets very interesting is this match: Sunderland, Swansea, a relegation scrap. Sunderland already gone. Middlesbrough already gone. But for Swansea, it's a must-win. Yeah, and I mean, this last weekend, uh, Sunderland totally upset Hull's plans. I mean, they were, Sunderland already relegated, Hull are fighting off relegation, and Sunderland beat them, whereas you would have thought Hull would have strolled that result. Would they do the same to Swansea, though? I mean, see, it would be interesting if Sunderland beat Swansea and then Hull go and win their game, so then it puts everything... You know, to the final game of the season. Imagine that. At the moment, it's just a point that separates the teams. Swansea on 35, Hull on 34. It will be and very interesting. Hull, and then if Hull beat Palace, that will drag Palace back. Well, you, you so see. The three-way tie then. I think it will be a fascinating final weekend of the season, but I just don't see Swansea losing to Sunderland purely because yeah, of... Well, 
I'm sure that's what Hull was saying when they went to play Sunderland. Yeah, but Hull don't have a, a Gilfie Sigurdsson or a, a Lorente. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, Sunderland are playing now without any fear and limitations. They know they're down. True. They play with, they'll, you know, you're probably Defoe is playing like Messi right now. You know, John O'Shea is probably playing like Carlos Puyol. <laughs> I watched that game and I can tell you they weren't playing like that at all. <laughs> Anyway, it means that Newcastle United are the only Northeast club in the Premier League next season, Mo. That is, and uh, on that topic, I think we should uh, we should discuss this. I mean, your your team are the uh, Championship winners. They managed to pull it off. Away the lads. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you know, let's just turn it around. Let's find out from you on your team. I mean, what what expectations uh, do you have for next season? Do you think Newcastle will stay up? It's an interesting one. Based on the current squad we have, not a chance. Uh, I, I, I think that um, after what has been a rather promising meeting between the owner of the club, Mike Ashley, and Rafa Benitez, who's um, fast, uh, fast following in the footsteps of Sir Bobby Robson and becoming a Newcastle legend, I think we need to sign at least six to seven new players. I think it's. I think so. I think um, there's a lot of players that are of championship standard that Rafa bought to do a job um, your Murphy's uh, I think Mitrovic has to go I think Vernon Anita might stay on but not as a right back he, he might just come as cover for the squad an interesting story is that uh, there's all sorts of links with uh, Jermaine Defoe potentially coming uh, across the river to to St. James's Park um, there's even talk of John Terry uh, I don't see that happening um, who knows I think at this stage we are going to need to get a few more players in, but I would be very happy, honestly, honestly, as long as we survive relegation. So even if we finish in 15th or 14th and we don't have a, a squeaky bum time with a relegation battle, very happy with that. And I think realistically, that's where we need to be looking. And then like watching them this season, I mean, you've watched them quite a bit in the championship. Some of us didn't really. Who would you say was their star player? Star player this season, I think Kieran Clark, uh, the defender, uh, has been outstanding at the back. Um, Lascelles, the captain, he's quite a, he's a bold, you know, all hearts. Uh, he's been he's been very good, um, but I think by far their 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 talisman, the the man that's made the most difference, is Matt Ritchie. Um, he's been outstanding on the wing. He is Premier League quality. Uh, hats off to him for taking a step down to the Championship from Bournemouth. Um, he's proved to be a great signing, um, and, and I think he's overshadowed anything that, that Gale has done or that um, John Joe Shelby has done, in fact. So I think Matt Ritchie's a great signing for us, but based on what we currently have, um, we'll need to definitely purchase a few. And, and word has it, Ruff has already got his feelers out there. So, you know, his network is good. He is... He's Rafa Benitez. So we'll see, man. Are you not concerned that... For some reason, every year for Newcastle in the Premier League, they somehow self-implode. You know, either the, the fans are turn on the owner, the owner does something ridiculous like sacking the manager. You're not afraid of that this year. Do you think he's learned lessons, uh, Mike Ashley? Yeah, I definitely think so. Mike Ashley's come out and said that every penny generated from player sales, from the promotion, from any other way, he will give Rafa Benitez to buy players. I think what Rafa has done 
is he's just brought a stability to the side and he shored up yeah. the defence. In terms of goals conceded, I think Newcastle are one of the, the least um, in terms of the, the entire championship. There, there used to be that whole panic um, stations when the ball went back to the defenders. Um, I, I'd like to say that that's gone. We'll have to wait and see. But right now, I think Newcastle are a far better club uh, with with a, a better mentality and approach to football. So so yeah. we'll see. I mean, interestingly enough, today I was interviewing Sean Bartlett, and his yeah. son Tyreek is at Newcastle's uh, academy. And his paperwork's just cleared, so he's going to be in the reserve team. And he says Rafa Benitez has been down to um, a couple games. So it just shows how invested this guy is in Newcastle. But let's not bore everyone about Newcastle United. We'll let them enjoy the title and well done and that. But yeah. Away the lads. the lads. Let's quickly wrap up the podcast here on Football 2 Plus 3 with our fantasy Premier League with two weekends left. And it's interesting, Mo. Um, as you say, there's a few teams who are playing twice in the space of a couple of days, so there's points to be had. Yeah, look, my advice would be, even if it's going to cost you some points, look at the players who are playing double games. You know, the Chelsea players, the Spurs players, uh, Arsenal are playing twice, Southampton are playing twice, uh, West Brom, Man City. So I would say, you know, pump those guys in. Even if you take a knock of minus four, minus eight, it's, it would be worth it because it's a double game week. You're going to score points uh, irrespective. Yeah. And finally, the match of the weekend, apart from the relegation scrap, has to be Spurs-Manchester United, I think. That's going to be something rather interesting to see how that one works out um, at White Hart Lane. Yeah, it's a tough one. Eh? It depends on which team he puts out, Mourinho. If he's going to play the same team that played Arsenal, I think he'd get beaten by Spurs. And they're also going to be hurting after that West Ham result. So it'll be interesting. Mo, let's leave it there. Thanks very much for your time. Remember to catch Football 2 Plus 3 on iTunes under the Ginger's Perspective. CliffCentral.com, who recently turned three years old. So happy birthday to Gareth, Cliff and the team. And then, of course, also csduplicy.co.za. We are working on the website, so we'll have that up and running any day now. So thanks very much, Mo. Your parting words? As always, be champions. There you have it. Lots of football this weekend. The relegation battle could be very interesting and Chelsea could be crowned champions by the time that you listen to this podcast. We'll have to wait and see. Anyway, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the football. We'll catch you again next time.